Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. What happens after you've completed all that anger management crap? You've read all the books, listened to all the podcasts, seen all the videos. You're cured, right? Not yet. Now you have to stand face-to-face with your past, look it in the eyes, and own it, all while learning to use your emotions. Join Matthew on his journey to find out what the emotional help. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate you coming back for another episode. As I talked about at the end of last month, Today, I want to talk about apologies, and I had a specific idea I wanted to talk about when it came to apologies, so I I started searching this idea, and I don't know if any of you out there like me are like me, but I used to do this thing where I, I would mentally know I had to apologize, right? I had done something or hurt somebody or, you know, just there was a reason for an apology, and I would I would want to do it. But you just, there was, it was impossible to do. I couldn't find the words. There was just no way for me to, to do it. I just didn't know how, right? And what I have found out through some research and through searching this topic is there's something about an apology that leaves us very vulnerable and exposed. And it's, it's uncomfortable, especially when you're the type of person who just does everything in their power to stay away from vulnerability. It's, it's terrifying. It opens us up to that other person saying and doing things that we, we don't have control over. And as a control freak, as an angry control freak at that, it was, that was something I could never do. So that, that makes so much more sense to me now, as I look back on things as to why why I had so much difficult with, with an apology. I couldn't ever expose that level of vulnerability. It's terrifying. On top of that, you, you have to have genuine empathy and remorse, and it has to be communicated in that apology. Let's be honest. If, if I'm a control freak, if I'm somebody who hasn't done the emotional work, the mental work, the relationship work on myself, I'm not going to see what I did wrong. I'm going to see what they did wrong that pushed me into my reaction. And I'm not going to feel the need to be remorseful to the other person if I don't feel like I've done anything wrong. I'm not going to feel the need for empathy towards them or regret for my behavior or my mistakes because I'm not going to feel any real drive that I was wrong. Right. So there are with what I've been able to find there, there are some some basic components to an apology. And I don't know about all of these. I'm going to tell you guys what they are. There's there's more to it than this. But let's let's start here. Let's start with the basic steps to an apology. First, we've got to name what we did wrong. Right. I will as uncomfortable as it's going to be for me to do for you guys. I had an episode last no Friday, Friday night. I'm recording this on a Sunday. So it was Friday night. I'd been on the road traveling for work, just gotten back from Mississippi. I live in Georgia. 
and I was tired. And I told my wife when I got home at about one ish, maybe 1230, somewhere in that ballpark. Right. I told her, look, I'm tired. I've been on the road. I've been gone for the last three days. I just, I want to hang out at home. I don't care what you do. You can go whatever you want to do. Right. I'm cool. Don't care. You do you. Well, finally, all the kids get home. And I'm telling you this story to sh- to demonstrate the steps to this type of apology. So bear with me. There's a reason for all this, I promise. But all the kids get home and she's like, well, we need to go buy some shoes for the kids. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll go. I don't want to go. I know she doesn't like doing that kind of stuff with the kids by herself because there are a handful, all three of them, especially when you're shoe shopping, because we've got a daughter who is a shoe nut. If it was up to her, every pair of shoes in that store fits her or not are hers and she's going to buy them and bring them home. So she's a handful alone. So we, we get there, we do the shoes and she decides she wants to go to PetSmart to buy the dog's treats. So I'm like, okay, I thought we were going to the shoe store and going straight home. The dogs need treats. Let's go to PetSmart. At this point, I'm starting to get agitated and angry, right? Not with her, not with, not with my wife, but just at the situation, because I just wanted to be home. I was tired. I was sore. I was all of these things. So much longer story short, we finally decide we're going to stop for some dinner and bring it home. I'm like, cool. That's great. We get to Publix and it's just packed. There's a snowstorm coming into Georgia. And if you've ever been in the South, when they tell you there's snow, every single human being in the South goes out to buy every possible thing they can. So The parking lot was packed. People were waiting for spaces. At this point, I'm tired and just want to be done and go home. Well, there was a woman who was waiting for a space and I was trying to go down the lane to drop my wife off so that she could order her food and we could go home. I didn't want to wait. I had to wait. I was getting more and more and more angry. And instead of acknowledging my anger, I let it fester because to be honest, I didn't have the emotional or the mental bandwidth at that moment, given how everything had gone the previous few days. I just I didn't have the bandwidth to do it. So I lost my temper. I started honking. We had a yelling match, a pointless yelling match. Right. As I did this and as I was able to bring my anger back down to a level where I could control it and wasn't yelling at people, I got to thinking about. I hope I can learn from this and use this as an experiment or as an experience to gain something from. So that's what we're doing now. So that's why I told you guys all that. So what we're doing now is we're going to walk through how I would apologize to this woman if I could. Here's what I would do. I would name what I did wrong. I am sorry I lost my temper with you and started yelling and honking my horn. And I'm sure I said some some nasty things because that's what I do. I'm just that type of person when I get to that level of anger. I apologize for that. I would use empathy. I understand that I'm sure that hurt you and that that caused you some sort of emotional, mental pain of some kind, right? We don't have to go that deep with it. We can just be like, I'm sure that was very painful for you, right? I'm, I would not like to be dealt with that way myself. Make it all about you. The idea is I don't want to point out what she did wrong, but had you moved your damn car, we wouldn't have this issue, right? That's not an apology. I'm now I'm back to blaming. I'm back to saying it's somebody else's fault. I'm not taking ownership what I did wrong. So we want to make sure in our apology, we're not saying what they did wrong, pointing out their flaws, pointing out anything other than what we did, right? Keep our explanations brief. If we are going to explain our behavior, right? Make it brief. 
I'm sorry. I was having a rough week. That is not your fault. I'm not placing the blame on you for that. It was, it's just, it was difficult for me this week. And I apologize that I lost my temper. And then we let it go. You can't hold on to hoping for forgiveness or hoping for them to have some reaction. It's all left at that point. It's no longer in your hands. And that's where the vulnerability really comes in, right? Because now there's nothing I can do. They're either going to accept my apology as or not. And we're either going to move on or we're not, right? And that's that's all there is. So in those situations, right, this total stranger, it's harder to judge if we've repaired that relationship because there really isn't a relationship there to repair, right? We're just casual acquaintances in the street, probably never meet again. However, in our relationships, we have to then make amends and show sincerity in that apology. If all we're doing is going through the words and the motion and doing the, the five steps, right? Naming what I did wrong, using empathy, making it all about me, keeping it brief and then letting it go. If we're just walking through those steps and then we're not making a real effort to change that behavior, is it really an apology? There's value in knowing when to apologize. It may not be valuable to apologize to that person right when it happens. They, you may still be in a highly emotional state they're probably going to be in a highly emotional state. Words might still be exchanged. If we do get to that point and words are exchanged, our apology is then meaningless. And now we've done more damage to that relationship than we would have had we just waited. There are studies that suggest that it's hard for us to know when to apologize because we're afraid of being seen as a failure to that other person as it threatens our self-image, right? It changes the way we view ourselves if we finally admit that we may have done something wrong or we may believe that our apology won't do any good, period. So I do want to end this episode with with one heartfelt, sincere apology that I want to give to to my wife, Chrissy. Everybody, if you haven't listened to it, I share things on another podcast that were very personal for her and I didn't realize that. So I do want to give her a heartfelt, sincere apology for not taking into account her feelings and her emotions and how she felt about the way that I was talking about our journey through my anger management. And I understand that that's painful for her and it's embarrassing for her because she's ultimately, as she explained it, She's the victim who was victimized again without consent because I shared so much personal detail about it in the show with classes. And I understand that pain. I would not want my personal life because I had just because I had come to terms with it and come to grips with it and was okay with it and felt like, well, I need to share my story. Didn't mean that I needed to share hers as well. I should have just shared mine. That is my apology to her. I hope she listens to this episode and hears that. I really do want to tell you sorry for that. And I love you. And I think next we're going to talk about vulnerability, guys. It's scary. It's a hard topic. Something that I am still really working on personally. But I think it's a valuable thing to talk about because there's a lot that goes into and there's a lot of value that comes with sharing our vulnerability and being open, exposing our underbelly to the right people. We're not getting into that now, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Appreciate y'all. Don't forget to check out the website, whattheemotionalhealth.com. Email me at matthew at whattheemotionalhealth.com. Go to 
wherever you're listening to this and rate the show, leave me a review. All of it is helpful, guys. Thank you so, so much. And I look forward to talking to you again. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule, with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required.